Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Cicero back here for Hit or Quit. And never before have we had a show that more fits in the category of is it a hit, hit it or quit it uh, than today as I am back here with my amazing co-host, of course, Jenny Autumn. Jenny, how are you? I'm so good, Rob. I feel like, you know, we've been podcasting together for a little while, mm-hmm. getting real comfortable. I feel like we trust each other yes. and the vibe is right. And yes. I feel like we're looking across like the podcast feed and we're like, hey, uh, Kirsten McKinnis from Hot Dummies on Islands. Like, yes. we really like your vibe. Um, and we're wondering if you would like to podcast with us. <laughs> we really like your energy. Do you like I to feel join like- this three relationship? <laughs> oh, my God. I have glitter in my stomach. I feel so honored to be here. (laughs) Do you need some Imodium (laughs) for the glitter, the sparkles in your tummy? We're we're talking about the brand new show on the Peacock. It's from couple to thruple. Yes. And we couldn't do it alone. We had to to bring in the third. Three times for a couple times. to thruple where we are going to go into the world of ethical non-monogamy where we are going to meet a bunch of couples that are looking for a third what they will choose from a bunch of sexy singles here on, I'd say this is an island, but uh, Kirsten, uh, these people, are we saying they're dummies? I would say they're dummies. Mm-hmm. I would certainly fear, say, right? say yeah. that. <laughs> a lot of them are dummies. Um, this show is giving Temptation Island vibes, except for the couples don't get split up to date separately. Yeah. They're just dating together. Yeah, I have some notes Messier. for the producers or of, of From Couple to Thruple, and uh, we'll talk about all that today. Is it, cup, is it Couple to Thruple? It's or just thruple? Couple to Thruple. Okay. okay. In my in my calendar, I was I was giving it C two T, like C the number two. That they don't put two in the title. I did. That was a stylistic choice of my mm-hmm. own. Uh, Couple to thruple is the name of the show. Okay, Beautiful. there you go. Couple to thruple <laughs> on Peacock, and so uh, yes. we're going to talk about it's. Uh, they dropped a week of episodes, three hours, hour long episodes here. I guess you got to drop them in threes, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it would be wrong if it was anything less. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's just the way you have to do it. But I did see that the finale is like is its own episode. So I think they do hate when they do that. Two or three drops of three. And then so does that mean something? Is are they are they sending a message that like everyone's going to go home single? Well, they said you might find you have different desires from your (laughs) partner and you might leave alone. They like we were told that at the very beginning. They warned us. Well, we're going to talk about everything that's going on here with uh, these first three hours of Couple to Thruple and talk about everything that goes on. If uh, you want to just come along with us for this ride, uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. Or if you watch the whole series, uh, we've got something for everybody here today on Couple to Thruple. Last time out, if you missed it, Jenny and I talked about Farmer Wants a Wife. Farmer Wants a Wife, not nearly as interesting as Couple to Thruple. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I, it's a lot. It's like almost the antithesis of couple to throuple is farmer wants a wife or the, or, or vice versa. Like, uh, totally. I feel like they're just for shows for very different people. Very different. But um, I, I have a very important yeah. question though. Is couple to throuple like gardening or no? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> um, I, I think definitely there's like sowing of seeds yeah. and, you know, there's different, yeah. multiple different crops the being planted tools. simultaneously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but you know what? I was even saying when we discussed Farmer Wants a Wife last week, Rob, I was saying like, uh, you know, in in these other countries where they've somehow had 200 marriages and f- over 500 babies, like, were there multiple wives? And so maybe yeah, these shows are more similar than I re- than I realized. And we just haven't seen it on the U.S. Yeah, version. Kirsten, of Farmer is there Wants any international yet. versions of Couple to Thruple that you know of? Uh, I've never heard of it. And I think no I Canadian certainly would couple have. To thruple, couple to Thruple Canada. They would never. <laughs> it took them until like 2020 to have Bachelor in Paradise Canada. Here's the problem, though, because when we when we do someday, try, you know, adopt Couple to Thruple as a, as a show format and do it, you know, in our own way, mm-hmm. it will be a problem because we have... Canada is a it's a small it's a big country but yeah. it's a small country and we've already had so many issues on Big Brother Canada of people knowing each other yeah. or knowing someone who knows someone like how many times have just you know podcasters or people in the community known had a personal link to someone that's been on the show literally every season mm-hmm. so I think you try to do couple the thruple in Canada first of all the, the pool is going to be just like it's going to be smaller to start and then you're going to get it's going to get messier because there's going to all of a sudden accidentally be someone's second cousin like and it's like then it becomes a whole different show and we don't want that i didn't even consider the family element my god i'm just saying like Mm -hmm. in some cases that is that there are links okay (laughs) so i don't know if it'll work as well Well, okay kirsten you're here of course the expert veteran of so many hot dummies so much mess uh could you give us that your review real quick of couple to thruple okay well i think that this show has all the ingredients for greatness as a lot of people that don't actually want the premise of the show that's Mm -hmm. our core couples and then we have all the singles who think that the show is about them when it's not about them. So it's at least as good as Temptation Island. Uh, only it has a real therapist except Marco Wahlberg. So <laughs> yeah. I give it four yeah. stars. When you say the four <laughs> couples don't actually want the premise of the show, well, what do you mean by that? None of these people want a polyamorous relationship. They want to have a threesome. They want to have a lot of threesomes. They don't want a life partner. Right. None of them. Because you would think that people that want to have a polyamorous relationship might just go have a polyamorous relationship and not have to go to the island to meet the sexy singles. It's giving that they were joining dating apps, Mm. looking for like women seeking women. And then it's both people in the couple like, hey, do you want to join? No, they no one wants to join you. <laughs> the thing is, is that there are apps for for this. Um, there are ways to meet people that are interested in being in a poly- like polyamorous relationship. You do not need to do this on TV. Um, and I just cannot imagine wanting 
to do this on TV. Yeah. Like, well, and but the show also is like the most uh, monogamous version of polyamory. It's like you can experiment with one person at a time. At a time. Your, like, if this was actually going to be people in good faith exper- experimenting with polyamory, there'd be like, oh, you know what? I'm getting to know this person and you're getting to know this person. Oh, maybe we get to know this person. Like, it's just more complicated than that. These people are seeking a third to yeah. be their unicorn, which is super problematic um, because the singles are people, whole people too. Like, yeah, the singles it's don't get treated as whole people uh, on the show. But <laughs> yeah. two, at least two of them said they felt dehumanized yes. in the first yeah. episode. Great episodes. start. Great so, start. Yeah. Are you saying that they don't have a swap ceremony in real life? That is an invention of couple <laughs> to throuple. This might blow your mind, Rob. None of this is what happens in That's real life. That's not what happens. Yeah. That you don't. No. You don't mm-hmm. give any beads to the you people. You don't stand no. up in the polyamory bar and say, "Okay, step forward <laughs> if you interested. want to date us." Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because that would not go over well in a, in a bar. Yeah. Can you imagine? You can imagine just being like. She'd be like, okay, if you want to come home with us tonight, please step forward. We got some beads for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you, you know what? If it doesn't work for us next week, we'll swap you out. Yeah. We'll send you back. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I did think that this was a pretty interesting uh, show. Uh, probably not my favorite show that I ever watched, but I definitely was, uh, my interest was peaked here over three hours of uh, from couple or couple to thruple. I don't know if we needed 60 minute episodes uh, each time out. I think we could have cut this yeah. down a little bit. Yeah. Um, I I will say I I both loved and hated this show. Like there was there were points where I was like, this is very interesting and has a lot of opportunities for um drama and also just like learning about things. Yeah. Um, and then there were also moments where I was like, I um, I'm so uncomfortable and I um, don't I feel like I sh- should not be witnessing this for many reasons. many reasons like the emotional parts of it the sexual parts of it like there were were straight up points where I was like I am watching porn um, <laughs> did not realize I was signing up for this in particular um, yeah. <laughs> there was a wet spot on the sheet that mm-hmm. will haunt me forever. Tony, uh, is your computer screen like a lot more high definition? Because I was able to not perceive at least the wet spot. Oh my God. And this wasn't even watching it on one X, Kirsten. I saw a wet spot on the sheet when they did the little montage at night on the first night when everyone was, uh, was getting into it. Did they have it. a black light, Jenny? It wasn't I a black light. It was a, a clear wet spot on the sheets and I am traumatized. I did not sign up for this yes. part. <laughs> I want to go back to who I was before I knew about the wet yeah. spot. Which bed I'm sorry, but I, I, <laughs> yeah, which I, bed was it? It was it was the uh the bed of Ashmal, Rahman, and Jonathan. Okay. And now is it, it possible could, there well, was could a one wet of the guys spot. have maybe drooled? During the night, were were they? There could have been were they upside down in the bed. There could have been a drool. What well, were they doing? Sometimes maybe you go head to toe did, first night. You, you, you with strangers. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, no. I'm pretty sure there was at some point there was a. Am I? 
misremembering <laughs> i hope that i'm not getting something incepted from another piece of media, media I've consumed recently, yes. where someone said i suck toes <laughs> 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 is that a different I, show i did not have that in my notes Are you, was that from farmer did wants I a wife tell a- I talk. I don't know, man. I don't remember that part, but it's it also very possible that happened. my Listen, brain was happened. protecting me. Yeah, you let's, know. Let's talk about uh, our four couples, okay? Uh, uh, let's, I'm let's sorry to do in. that to you guys. Well, let's welcome in. Uh, this is from TVInsider.com. Uh, they uh, have photos and names of our cast of characters. Uh, let's welcome in Brittany, Babe, and Sean. Okay. Yeah. I did not know these were their. That was uh, their real name. I'm learning more about them. Uh, Brittany um, and Sean met at some already. time, uh, some time ago. That Sean going on us, four years. Yeah, Sean tells yeah. us that uh, the first thing he noticed about Brittany was, "Hey, she's got a fat ass." Well, click on that Instagram link, Rob, and you'll see it. I don't think I, I can. You got two point two million. I think uh, people looking YouTube at that fat ass. If I click on the link, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, they met at the club, which is exactly how everybody meets. That's what they said. They meet, yeah, like we met how everyone meets at the club. I'm well, like, and this, mm-hmm. do we know? It's, do we know when this filmed? So I think it did not film that long ago because there the, the um there's lots of references to um Ashmal and Rahman's relationship and how they started dating like before mm. quarantine time mm-hmm. and then there's like references to like them being together for a few years. Mm-hmm. So if that math adds up, I think that at least sometime in the last year, I think is when this. So I mean, Sean and Brittany also got together pretty close before mm-hmm. quarantine. Do do we feel like that that there's something to that? Like, hmm. is getting together, you know, around the pandemic? Is there something there here? I don't know um, where the, it was like. They you, haven't you, you had time to explore together. Now you're bored with each other. Yeah, they spent too much time mm-hmm. together, and now they're like, "We let's bring another person into our apartment." Well, Jenny didn't film move in right before the quarantine, so you would be <laughs> the one who could on tell up. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. Yeah. I realized that I had I had more to relate to on this show than I was prepared for, um, but not in not in my current relationship. Okay. But I definitely was like, I feel like I have pieces of wisdom here that I didn't even realize I had. So it was it was. Was honestly a, a uh, an experience of learning and growth wow. for myself too. Love that for um, you. And and that's what we do here on Hater Quit. You know, right. we're here to we're here to grow. Yeah, uh, Brittany and Sean <laughs> they're looking for a woman to join uh, their their. Uh, Did couple. they say that clearly? Um, that's just because Sean said. I mean, straight, Sean was so very. Yeah. straight man. Yeah. So. yeah, it did not seem like uh, that they were looking for any men to join uh, their group. Uh, yeah. They they will end up uh, having someone named uh, a woman named Sanu join uh, mm-hmm. their group. It does not go great. No, it's a new spoiler. Actually, it's like she calls herself a polyamorous coach. Like she spends time educating people about polyamory She's because the polyamory know it all. Yeah. Yeah, she, she probably has a podcast. podcast. <laughs> yeah, she probably does. I mean, those the of these people are, are exciting woman around. <laughs> 
Yeah, and I She's think about I, to break it down. I thought you were going to say something about Pound Town. <laughs> oh my god, that would have worked as well, though. I'm it would have. It would have worked really well. We can workshop it, Rog. It's, um, it's fine. And yeah, and that's the. This is the couple where I think it's like very obvious that they simply want a threesome because. Uh, when they like Sean is so clear, I'm a straight man. And then when Brittany is asked at the first like cocktail party, she's like, they're like, oh, like, are you bi? Are you? And she's like, oh, you know, like I, I dabble. And it's uh, I don't know. It's a weird vibe. It's a weird vibe so between the two of them. My my take on Brittany and Sean is that they are the most secure with each other. But I think that they are like the least interested in the long-term prospect mm -hmm. of polyamory. So I, I, I agree with you, Kirsten, in that, like, and also it came out that, like, I don't even think they've had a threesome. Which no, I'm they've like, just been approached by people that you, want them. How do you jump from n not ever experimenting with a third, even yeah. just for funsies, to being like, yes, I would like to potentially turn our relationship from two people to three, which is a way bigger step yeah. than like a one night stand with another person. So rather than like a go th through the show, like chronologically, I think that like, let's just like tell the, st the story of, uh, of what happened Each with this particular journey. couple. Yeah. So basically uh, there are sexy singles that uh, they got to meet everybody. And then the couples got to pick who they wanted to join them. And so uh, Brittany and Sean end up of uh, meeting a woman named Sanu to join yes. them. And things start off going very well, but then uh, they quickly end up going poorly because uh, Sanu is not is not really excited to be, I guess, their first uh, foray yeah. into polyamory. Well, so Sanu spends a lot of time asking them really good and important questions that any couple that was actually interested in pursuing polyamory would have answers to about Here's like where Sanu. their boundaries. Yeah. Like wh where their boundaries are going to be. What's OK with each of them? Like, what are they actually looking for? And Sean and Brittany don't have any answers to this. So they just kind of shut down. Yeah. And then Sanu feels very shut out from the two of them. And she's one of those people who's like, oh, I feel something's wrong. I need to talk about it. And she keeps approaching them for conversations and they keep stonewalling her. And the only time they actually are receptive is when she's like, you know what? I was trying to take control of this and I was trying to like know everything and that's my fault. So now you don't know the real me. And it's like, if they had any sense of their boundaries at the start of this, it wouldn't have gone down like that. Yes. She's like, they, you just like, you don't know what you want. So I wish you would pick someone else first. Yeah. I mean, Sanu does have some street cred as we see her Instagram <laughs> handle here is Sanu the poly fairy. Yeah, I mean, it says it right there. Um, uh, she's, but she's telling us when she goes to confront uh, Sean and Brittany about uh, how she is feeling uh, not so great about how things are going. And, uh, you know, maybe uh, she has a point that she's feeling a little bit kind of like an object. Uh, she says that it's a little dehumanizing is the word that she uses. Sean knows instantly that. It's now over <laughs> with Brittany. He's like, ah, she shouldn't have said that. Okay. Uh, 
Yeah, she's, he's like, yeah. oh, Amanda doesn't like it when people get weird. Yeah, so now Amanda's yeah, going to be, uh, Brittany. not Brittany. No, yeah. Br- who's Amanda? Who's Amanda? I don't know Amanda. <laughs> it's like a real, like, who's muffin moment. <laughs> Brittany. Um, there, were some, there were a few moments where I started, like, giving these people names name. of my own. And I was like, wait a I second, his name's not David. Like, that's Dylan. Um, <laughs> but so Brittany is like, mm no you shouldn't have said that and now i do- will not talk to you yeah. at all anymore no, she got was, the ick it was kind of horrible <laughs> because then like once you were like with a couple and then the couple like said eh, it's over for you then you were sort of like just like held captive of you're just like yeah. well uh, like i guess i'm stuck with these two people until i get it i went- get released it worked both ways, though, Rob, and we did find out that there are other beds. So the the one concept of this show is that and it's it's really kind of corny that they have each couple has their own bedroom. It's big enough for three people. And then in the bedroom, because they like go and do this little tour of like everyone go see your bedroom. Like it wasn't like Big Brother where you get to pick your room. They had like designated bedrooms and how you knew which one was theirs. What was there was like a framed photo of the couple yeah. and then after the couples would pick their third, then also there would be a framed photo of (laughs) just that person sitting beside them on the mantle. But there, we we have learned from another couple, we will get to it, that there appear to be other beds in the villa. Um, And and that, so I I at least, we saw it go both ways where sometimes the couple decides. The the name of the game, Jenny. (laughs) Yeah, which is why I think the show is interesting because there, when you have a, a bunch of people that are interested in all kinds of people and um, there's not just one way that things can go, that's when things can get real interesting because, and I feel like we haven't even scratched the surface on how messy this can get mm-hmm. because. Well, I, you did talk about the sheets, Jenny. Though I, it got messy night one and I saw it. I saw it and you guys had to know about it because I thought everyone saw it. I don't know. Um, but because the, the people that the, the singles, there's are there rules that they're not allowed to yeah, get interested in the other singles? Yeah. One of the best uh, moments mean, was when uh, like a bunch of the singles were like, hey, we're let's get we're going to get ratchet. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And I mean, it's. <laughs> It's giving um, a double shot at love with Tila Tequila in that way. Whoa. <laughs> and I, maybe that's just what we need right now. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just I thought that Sanu clocked Brittany and Sean yeah. in that, you know, she basically she basically said, like, I wish you didn't pick me first because I feel like you guys are still figuring out what you want and are experimenting. And I just feel like I'm kind of just an object in this experimentation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she maybe went a little hard with the, with the words she used, but like I, she, she kind of spoke some truth here. And I, I just loved that Sean like immediately was like, yeah, Brittany's not going to like that. She's not like emotions that you are representing here. Um, but like, so, Sonu was correct. She oh yeah, hundred percent correct. And they like, but if you want to stick with them, that's not going to work out yeah. for you for saying that. It, it was just further 
like the second she said, hey, I feel like you're treating me like an object and I don't feel like a human to you. And then they're like, okay, well, we're never talking to you anymore. Like, oh yeah, that way to treat yeah. her like a human being. Yeah. But Kirsten, so I, what I didn't like was that the singles, it seemed like that they had no rights in these relationships. Yeah. Like once, once yeah. she got picked, like she kind of like was like their person and there she had like no way to dump the couple. And I feel like that, I wish that there was a mechanism where when the single is feeling mistreated by the couple like maybe like they have some way to be able to opt out and like as a penalty then the couple like gets like the last pick in Ooh. when, when they, or they get frozen back. yeah or it's and, like hey you know what take a cycle to be a couple again because you're not ready for yeah. a trouble or maybe the couple the, maybe the so single I was gets to like a give like uh like a, at this like swap ceremony like hey I'm going to air the dirty laundry out of why uh, you, people shouldn't pick this couple. Like, I get that the show is Poison invested. them. Yeah, that the show's invested <laughs> in, like, no, we need more throuples. Uh, but, like, I just yeah. wish that there was some consequence where if you were not good to the person you picked and you, like, treated them kind of in a, in a rude way, that then they were able to get some payback on the couple. But they yeah. get to go back to wherever the singles go. I have no idea. Um, and I'm sure like Sanu is going because that's the thing is like wh when they don't when, when we get to our eventual uh, stay swap or stay ceremony, is that what it was called? Um, when when someone gets basically dumped, they don't get dumped from the sh at least that's they're back. What in the I and they, they go back to the they go back into the pool. pool because they at least have the opportunity of potentially getting in the mix with another couple. So you have to you have to know that Sanu is going back to like um and and the fact that uh Sean and Brittany also piss off another single mm -hmm. in the, this three episode set in Peach where like you know Sanu and Peach are going back to wherever they go and she Sanu is telling Peach everything and being like you you dodged a bullet with these two like you know, so I yeah. I think that there's even if it's not happening Singles in talk. a structural way. Well, and I want to see that too. Like, yeah. give us a. We're not we're not learning about any of these other people. There mm -hmm. are people okay. that I'm like, who are they? All right. Yeah. Let's talk about another one of our couples that we spent a lot of time with here in week one of Couple to Thruple. Let's welcome in. It's Ramon and Ashmael. And, and this to me is like, <sighs> just like, the, it, I feel like they threw in one couple that was willing to have a man join them because all of the like three straight couples are all just looking for another girl to join them, which is another, you know, indicator to me that they're not really looking to explore polyamory in its truest sense. Mm -hmm. um, and, and even this one, like this couple is willing to bring a man in obviously like there are two men in a relationship but they're also like mm, but we, like we'd like to bring a woman in too like it's just it, it's such a weird dynamic on this show yeah like th this this is the problem and i don't know that this is the case for any of these couples i'm i'm not going to uh you know infer about their health the health of their relationship too much but what what happens in you know, the, the, Vegas. and I'm going to use the, the air quotes of ethical non-monogamy community mm -hmm. is that some people act like that's what they want and that's what they're going to do. And it 
becomes a tool for inequality in a relationship and a like a very unhealthy power dynamic. And in a lot of cases, it's like uh, a man being like, um, okay, my girlfriend or my wife or whatever is bisexual, and I think it's hot to see two chicks hook up. We'll and get to also that couple I later. To, I know. Yeah, well, we, I know. Not, we haven't talked about. Who's I know. Korean but I'm just saying. But but in a lot of cases, like that that is done because it's not like that. The that man is also always looking for it to be more about him and then not mm -hmm. an equal thing. Um, and I don't know if that's really the case with, with that particular couple, but that is, ha that happens a lot where it's like, well, I get to make the rules and like, I get, I get, you know, more things than you do. Um, but I do think it was like you said, Kirsten, like this couple, it was kind of wild that we were also just like, wilder is Oh, Okay. Wilders, <laughs> but like so, they they discuss their sexuality at the beginning, and Ashmala says I'm bisexual. Ramon is the first guy that I've ever dated, and Ramon says he's um don't knock it till you try it sexual. So he's basically like saying he's like ah the way I took this was he's saying like I'm pretty sure I'm just gay mm -hmm. and, but I'm maybe open-minded and again that made me worry that I'm like they're not on the same page here no. because he's like I'm he's like I don't know maybe maybe I'm interested in the boob thing and I'm like this should not be the conversation you're having having when you're already there yeah and, and, and it's all small in the confessional is like oh I just I can't I, I would like to see him like deal with some boobs and it's like yeah this huh? is not the place to work this, this through. Like it's what? Yeah. How are why anyway, are you here? So far, it seems that they're only they're only dealing with men. Um, but it's also not going well. Yeah, it's not going well. Okay, so they're going to make their pick, and uh, they meet uh, this uh, pretty nice guy. Uh, his name is Jonathan, and uh, Jonathan is gonna be in for a dramatic oh week. My God. Poor oh, is Jonathan, Jonathan or is he just a, like a lawyer? I'm seeing like the, you see the scales? Yeah, scales of justice. Yeah, so I'm just like trying to figure out. I don't, I will, here's the thing. I didn't get to learn a lot about Jonathan. Um, John, I think Jonathan... It, it got the Ross deal of of this whole cast here. Like yeah. this poor man. Yeah. So just to set this up, so there's um one of the things that they do, and Kirsten, I feel like this is giving like too hot to handle. That we also mm -hmm. do learning. Uh, we have a instructor here who is working with the couples, and uh, I want to uh, mention her name is uh Shamira. Yeah, Shamira, I believe. Yeah. She, and uh, she's an actual therapist, which sure. is good because, like, on to what to handle, they're like, oh, yeah, this is a sex and relationships expert. And you're like, mm, it's like a yoga teacher. Okay. Today, you're going to learn how to paint. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Today With your boobs. Yeah. we're gonna we're gonna make uh, a house out of popsicle sticks. We're gonna get that mirror and look at our yonis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So they do an exercise, a trust exercise. Okay. What is your partner comfortable with? Uh, like you say your safe word if you need to uh, say that you are your boundaries have been pushed. One of the couple safe words is Scott. 
Who's the host? Yeah, who's the host? Yeah, so I I guess that we didn't get the scene of them picking their safe words, which I wish we had because, like, how they landed on Scott would be very funny. Um, And then I have to assume that uh, Jonathan is a is a lawyer too because he probably was really on board with objection being the the safe safe word. word uh, (laughs) I think one of them was a lawyer. I just can't remember which. So maybe that's maybe it's Ashmal because there's lots of talk about how Ashmal and Jonathan are really bonding. So maybe Mm. they have the lawyer thing in common too. Yes, objection, Um, Your Honor. And a couple things in common. Okay, Uh, so Ashmal and and Ramon and that they are in doing this exercise, and so I believe. I believe it's uh, Ashmel and Jonathan are uh, about to about to kiss, uh, and Ashmel I believe is blindfolded uh, during this, uh, mm-hmm. and he's able to. He tells us a number of times that Ashmel and Ramon their bond is so strong that even while blindfolded, he knew Ramon was getting pissed. I think I too would be able to if I was wearing the blindfold. I think I could tell if Nicole was getting angry uh, even while yeah. wearing the blindfold. And and this is where it's like they're just simply not ready for anything like this because Ramon should be saying the safe word because he's not comfortable mm-hmm. with what's happening and it's ending up with Osh- Oswald being like uh I think maybe he's not okay, so now I'm going to say it myself. But, like, Ramon just said it the minute he felt uncomfortable. So like, then you so can, long? like, talk about why it. Why did he wait? Yeah. Because oh, Ramon God. should be the one saying it. Like, it, it yeah. shouldn't be on one person to be a mind reader who instantly knows everything that their partner is good or not good with. Especially when, like, these couples are dipping their toes into something that they have n- not really done before. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Sorry. toes. We don't. Really, we actually don't know about the toes or not. That that I don't know in. where I got that from. Yeah, that could be fake know. in Jenny's brain. We don't know. Um, and so, it's one of those things where everyone needs to be super open about how they're feeling. Everyone needs to be really honest with each other. And you can't get mad at someone for not reading your mind and doing exactly what they wanted you to do, especially in a, a situation where you have a safe word, like just say the safe word. And then it never gets yeah. that, that mm-hmm. deep. Well, especially because, well, they, they, and this is another part of the whole uh, experiment as they keep calling it, that made me uncomfortable is the fact that they're also doing these like tests as like a group mm-hmm. in front of all of each other. And like, it would be one thing if it was like just the expert and like the three of us that are like trying to like work on thing in like our own situation. But then like there's also like a bunch of other people like at the same time, like it's like the weirdest group therapy situation. That I, you know, and but the thing is, is that because they're doing it this way, they have already seen the other couples and how this is going down. And it's like the point of the safe word is for the the person that's designated to sit back and and trust and watch or whatever, they're, it seems pretty clear to me that they're the person that's supposed to say the safe word. And so for Ramon to be like saying absolutely nothing and have to leave it up to Ashmal, who had, you know, the ability to sense that it was like, okay, he's not going to say it, so I need to cut it off here. 
And then he still gets in trouble for like letting it go on as long as it did. It's like, yeah. yeah did you see the other couples? Like Corey was like before things even started at one of the stages was piping up and saying, Scott. <laughs> well, and, so, and that's a that's a really good point, like Jenny, Evil. because I think um, Ramon kind of says at one point, like he doesn't want to be seen as a baby who can't handle polyamory. And I think that, that he's like trying not to use the safe word so that he's not perceived a certain way yeah. because of everyone being there. Um, so I think that's really okay. Smart. So maybe it would be different in in front of in a group, and he feels like you know he's looking at all these like other cool like couples that are like mm-hmm. so comfortable in their relationship and stuff, and he's like feeling insecure about it. So and I don't know. That's it. After this, Ramon is not talking to Ashmail or Jonathan for yeah. days. I. This was so uncomfortable because Ashmal's like, can you please talk to me? Like things feel off. Can you tell me what's wrong? And Ramon's like, I'm fine. You're you're not fine. We can tell you're not fine. And then like they finally talk about it and you can see kind of a light bulb going off in Ramon's head where he's like, oh, maybe I was wrong. But also he felt that way. Like the way Ashmal approached that was like a little manipulative and guilt trippy as well. So it just didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't love the dynamic there. And then he's like, well, I have a hard time apologizing. So it's going to be a couple days before I'm ready. So I will just say nothing. Yeah. And poor Jonathan. Yeah. Poor Jonathan. But then he's in the middle of all of it. He's, uh, he's like, ah. this is super, very awkward for me. This he's is like, very, if, yeah. uh, this he's is, like, if this was the outside, I wouldn't I put would, up with I it. I would have gone. I would have left. I would have called an yeah. Uber if this was happening in real life. This is very <laughs> awkward. Um, there's no Uber at this uh, villa. No Uber. But Jen, there's like a little bit of a thawing because then we, we get from Jonathan. And he's like, actually, I'm like, I think. I actually, I'm more attracted to Ramon, uh, and they have a, they have, a, and I think that that was a good icebreaker yeah. for Jonathan. And it seems like okay, they have patched things up. They've worked past this, and I, I finished watching this right before we came on. The ultimate blindside of the entire <laughs> show happens at the, the end. end. Of it that way. That we get the stay or swap ceremony. We've been to hell and back with Jonathan. We worked it all out. Everything's good. Jonathan actually is more attracted to Ramon than Ashmel. And then Ashmel and Ramon, what are you doing? We'd like to switch. What? And so look at poor Jonathan's face. Like they definitely didn't communicate that with him ahead of time. It's 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 absolutely wild. Again, not wilder. Um, That because we we saw we saw you know Ashmal and and Ramon have positive conversations about like being like you know I feel like I you're you're policing how I'm feeling and you know they have they have some productive conversations and then obviously we have the conversation with Jonathan and Ramon where you know now Ramon feels included a little bit more because Mm -hmm. a lot of the insecurity came from feeling like you know it was just Ashmal and and Jonathan bonding and he was kind of on the outside so it's like and then we see them have this little little brunch on the beach and they're talking about like oh i could see us in our apartment in chicago with the short shorts and it's like but then when we have the little montage before the the stay or swap ceremony and all the couples are kind of discussing like what what their decision might be we get a little like you know 
a little preview of what might be going on. They're like, okay, I feel like we're in a really good place now. Like I'm feeling so much better about things with Jonathan. And like, I wish that we could prolong the ceremony just even another day. Cause I feel like we just got to a place where we can start like being comfortable with each other again. Mm -hmm. And they, but I can't remember who said it, but they're like, yeah, like, I, I don't know. I'm kind of just like curious about like what else is there, but like, what if, what if Jonathan like finds like what if we let him go and he he gets in with somebody else? It's like the power dynamic is who? so toxic. Who? With this, and who will Jonathan find? I don't know. <laughs> and I and I want to say too, Jenny. Like, there's the point where um Ashmal and um Ramon have a conversation, and Ramon's like, I don't want you policing my behavior, and it's like, no, Ashmal said when we're trying to talk to you, can you please look at us and have manners? That's not policing yeah. anyone's behavior. It's like, you actually do owe people common courtesy. Yeah. I, I don't, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. They, they, this, this is a couple that needed to do a lot of work outside of the yeah. whole polyamory piece. Like they're, they're, so much of their, their arguments is about how they have poor communication and that like, you know, one of them is like, let's talk about this. And the other one is like, yeah. Uh. Bye. I need to not look at you for three days. Um. Before I can, ha I'm not. I'm not comfortable being vulnerable and sharing my feelings. I'm like, you want to bring a third person into this mess? This is a good idea. Yeah. No. <laughs> like what? The, like, the do they think a third will save it? The night that <laughs> it was. Becca and Jonathan and Sanu oh. that they were just like, oh my God, thank God the the horrible couples have all le left for the night. Yeah. We can finally yeah. relax. Honestly, I could see something between Jonathan and Becca even. This is the, th and that's what, and that's what I'm saying, because what are the rules here? Because like, who says that the, all the people that are not in a, a currently active thruple can't be looking at other like-minded no, people that are also there. Like I'm curious it's if like, they're being no, not allowed. like sequestered from each other or uh, not because they might be. Different. And then it's like mm -hmm. the next level of gameplay is where like, okay, I'm kind of interested in this other single. We need to both get picked. Yeah. So we but can I hang out. That. It's like, and they're, it's with like his, edging. Go back with no air uh, time. <laughs> <laughs> they're like all just getting to like see each other at these ceremonies and then being like, okay, like uh, at some point we're going to get to mingle. Like I'm not interested in any of these couples. I'm interested in, uh, you know, this mm -hmm. drink of water over here. Um, yeah, it's, but I, I just thought it was wild that they said, well, what if we like, what if we trade in Jonathan and then he finds somebody else? It's like, it's, they're so transparent about the fact that they're like, I would like to put this on hold and go back to it if I can't find something better, which is like such a messed up way to like talk about a literal human. Well, with don't say dehumanizing, Jenny. We'll get the ick. Oh, no, I know. Uh, Brittany would never say me. dehumanizing. Yeah. <laughs> that, that gives me the ick too if somebody says I'm dehumanizing them. I think it gives me the ick if someone tries to dehumanize me, but mm. that as well. Yeah. Let's talk about our third couple of the four. I feel like uh, the panel is going to have a lot to say about Dylan and Lauren. Uh, uh, so, they're bodybuilders? 
Yeah, they're they're both oh, like fitness okay. people, bodybuilders. Um, yeah. uh, Dylan and Lauren have been together seven years, married for two years, and about a year before this film, they had their first threesome, and it brought them closer together. So they want to explore more, okay. which to me is the whole problem. They don't actually want to throuple. They want to use a third person to tighten their couple up, right? Like, I don't think they, they want a partner... Uh, I like it's very weird to me that they're like we want to explore polyamory but only if someone is equally dating both of us no one can have a preference for one of us they have to like us both the same like it's it's and it's never gonna be that way Mm -hmm. it's never and especially because it's like and and that's why I think it can be such a challenging thing especially if you're doing ethical non-monogamy this way where it's like just three people and then the one like there's two people that are way more established in a relationship together. And then the other person is the third where it's like you, it's so hard to find balance in a relationship with two people and you add a third. It's like you, it's going to become even more complicated. You might be able to find balance in terms of like, okay, well, like me and this person have a lot more physical chemistry, but this person and that person you know, have a lot more of a connection on an emotional level or whatever. But I think that these two are just like, they, one, I think they're really interested in the sexual part of it. Um, yeah. Like solely in, in a lot of cases. Um, I mean, we, we saw that guy right to it on the first night. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It was not the wet spot though. Yeah. Uh, and, and they think that it needs to be, so equal and it's like i just want to shake lauren and be like you you could have had it all girl (laughs) and you let this man win and i (laughs) Uh, well they're gonna pick a woman uh her name is becca and uh they're very excited uh to bring becca into the fold it goes bad very quickly. Uh, and Becca gets a hate into Dylan, it seems, uh, very quickly also. And she's right. <laughs> she, like, when, when she this says, oh, he just wants to be a big macho man with two hot women on his arm. I'm, I was like, yes, that is exactly what he wants. I can feel it in my soul. I can tell from how he talks to everyone. Like, they had their threesome. And everything we hear about it is that Lauren and Becca had a much better connection than Becca did with Dylan. And the the very next day in the morning, Dylan's like, yeah, I don't know. Something's off because he's mad that it wasn't all about him. But he's never been jealous, Kirsten. He's oh yeah, he's never experienced jealousy before. Yeah. Ooh, no, well, loser. he did Shut come up. by the end of it. He did come around and say well, that he was. But like barely, they had to really pull that out <laughs> of him. Did. And then he's like, just realized he's experienced jealousy ever in his life, and he's thinking like today's the only time he's ever been jealous. And that's and it. Like, you know what? Time to move on. Let me burn the card. I don't have any more work to do on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the burning of the jealousy things, though, like was so funny because that didn't even end up working in the right way because the point of the exercise where where the couples were supposed to write something that, you know, an an experience of jealousy or what makes them jealous. And this man with his full chest 
says, I don't think I have experienced jealousy and writes this on his card. And poor Shamira has to read this and be like, this bitch is not taking this seriously. Um, and like, what do you mean you've never been? Oh, you're just the most secure man ever. Mm-hmm. I I can tell. Um, and then he, you know, he goes through and he's like, oh, yeah, I guess maybe that feeling I felt with with, with you and Jess was jealousy. Well, I'm so glad I got that out and I'm over it and I will never, never feel jealousy again so i'm going to put this in the fire but the point of the putting the thing in the fire was like when you'd say like oh like emotionally connecting with another person it's like you know what that feeling of jealousy i'm gonna put it in the fire i'm done with it he put the feeling of not feeling jealous into the fire but he thinks that that's him saying i'm never going to be jealous again and yeah, it, but he, he also means the opposite he's never been jealous before <laughs> that's so. what i'm saying i'm like it's like it's like when you say like i could care less it's like no it's the op it's the opposite Lip, is what you mean there Oh, one of my biggest pet peeves. That's what he's doing. He's like, I've never been jealous. So I will put that in the fire. And it's like, well, you're putting the the, the admission that you've never been jealous into the fire. So you're actually accepting the fact that you were, will be jealous again, which is I, the truth. But he doesn't think of it that I way. I do think it's like, what, was he supposed to write a new card that was like, actually, I have been jealous before and then burn that? Then what does he do with the other card? They should have been like, bro, you're not doing this exercise properly. Can you take it seriously? Like, Shamira should have been like, I wanted her to like hit him with the cue card. Like, like Marcellus? Like Julie in Marcellus. Exactly. Oh, that's what I was envisioning. Being like, what are you doing here? Like, get out of, get out of my session. Uh, <laughs> so Dylan... Uh, he was over Becca pretty quickly. Becca realized it. Uh, she did not even sleep in the room with him. Uh, Dylan is moving on to greener pastures because there is another woman that is the new object of Dylan. And I guess Lauren's affection. Uh, Lauren likes her too. Mia. Yes. And Mia yeah, is all um, about energy and vibes. She's vibing. So they they do this like um the, they have like a party the one night and yeah. um the the so I don't know how they established this but they brought only the couple's second choice. I don't mm-hmm. know like they must have off camera discussed with production like who their second choice was yeah. and then they brought these people to the party um to like hang out and then they were like able to like give them beads to be like, Hey, I like your vibe. Like I'd like to talk mm-hmm. to you more. Um, and so it became evident. To, I think Becca was already out on Dylan. I think Becca yeah. decided she was not feeling Dylan before it's, Dylan even had an had, opinion on it. They had their dinner and, uh, Lauren, Lauren. Yeah. Yes. And Dylan were like, very openly talking about all the other people they want to talk with and connect with right in front of Becca. And she was like, "Eh, okay, they do not pass the vibe check. I'm done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, and, and then once, once they, once Becca sees them around Mia and they're talking about like, how into that, how into Mia and like, oh, we're going to be friends no matter what. Like, we're going to go to festivals together, da, da, da. Um, and, and Becca's like, this is not worth it to me. Like, I don't even like this man. <laughs> yeah. um, they're clearly interested in other people. So I am like not even a priority here. And she's already like cutting her losses. Um, yeah, I'm out. But I, I, I will just say like, 
this is why it is an interesting show because the the singles also can be experiencing like their own jealousy and being like I don't want this like it's not an there's no like rule where they have to like both people in the couple um and so it kind of makes it complicated for them to be like do I stick with this because I'm interested in the one person like do you think that if they hadn't been showing this clear attention to Mia that did make Becca kind of jealous do you think that there was a chance that Becca would have just like grinned and bared it with Dylan because she does seem interested in Lauren. I, I think if the show was actually exploring polyamory in an honest way, she would absolutely want to stick around to explore things with Lauren because yeah, she, you don't, you don't have to like, like your partner's other partner. You like, yeah. it, that's not a necessity of but that's not having a, a polyamorous relationship. <laughs> like they, they really yeah. are making this show about like the unicorn, which is yes. really not, I don't think that that will be well received by the polyamorous community. Uh Oh no. Yeah, I want to know. Like, I actually think we need to see the feedback of uh, of people that actually that that this is their life, and you know what they have to say about this show. Yeah, but. I think maybe the show might be more interesting to see it from the perspective of the singles. Like, I feel like it's very much from the perspective of the couples mm-hmm. trying to add the third. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, let's talk about, we have uh, one other couple to talk about. It's Wilder and Corey. It took me a bit until about the second episode to realize that uh, Wilder was the guy and Corey is the girl. Now, Um, do you think that that's his government name? I don't think so. Is it like Van Wilder? Like, you know... Yeah, I, I'm it's not like sure. His last name. Uh, I think he something. was just he was like Ken Wilder. Yeah, although his Instagram <laughs> calls him Wilder uh, Rush. Wilder Rush is what they call. Well, that does, none of that sounds real. Mm-hmm. No, those are no. I'm I. I need to get this off my chest. Can you show us their picture? Oh, sure. Can sure you put thing. Can yes. you put up Wilder and Corey's picture? This man Wait, gives bonk. the most vile, musty vibes. <laughs> I can't like the thing is, is you see him and you see his little blonde mess. Also, a lot of the men in the couples on the show have questionable facial hair, but you see him in his little Hawaiian shirt with his little mustache. And, you know, you know that his little Bumble profile is like ENM looking for something new. And it's like, "Mm, does your girlfriend know? Does your girlfriend know you're here? Because I don't think she knows. Uh, yeah. Uh, I okay. I I need I need to speak on this. Um, <laughs> I need to speak my truth. Okay. Uh, it's a very vulnerable moment for oh, me right no. now. I'm so scared. I I I've, I've. There's something there. There's something there. <laughs> oh, but <hi>. also, <laughs> I feel like I I was I was Denise, except for um. With this, with a couple just like Wilder and and Corey, um, but in a different way, not in a thruple way, in a and then Kirsten, exactly what you just said, where I'm like, does your girlfriend know? 
It's because um, that's what a lot of a lot of trashy dudes on these apps go on and say, I'm ethically non-monogamous. And it's just because they have a girlfriend and they want to date again. And if you find out about the girlfriend, they don't want you to be mad. And they don't want you to like contact the girlfriend and be like, hey, did you know what your guy's no, been yeah. doing? So they, they want you to think it's okay that they are. And I will just say I have lots of information to feel that that was actually not the case. And this was a uh, ethical non-monogamous couple that was doing it the, uh, the way where they, they, they date other people separately. Um, but they gave, they gave this, these two vibes big, big, wow. big time, like almost to the point where I'm like, is that him? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> And he stole my photo pose. How dare he? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But I wasn't expecting, um, Kirsten, uh, you to come in hotter for wilder than Dylan. Oh, D- like Dylan sucks. Oh. And and it's clear that Dylan sucks. So you don't need to give as much of a warning. But I feel like wilder is a much more insidious way of sucking that like everyone needs to be aware of and warned about. Okay. So See, wh- and then they, this is this is maybe how I get tricked because I I think like aesthetically like not not my my type but I'm like uh I I see it with Wilder, you know what I mean? It's I I the feel really like terrible bleached hair maybe I don't know. On on paper <laughs> when you when you see Wilder and Corey and a little bit of their conversation you're like okay like this couple might be the one that actually wants to pursue actual polyamory. Yeah, cuz it doesn't seem to be just about sex to them. But it also is like I think that Wilder is playing the long game because it maybe is just about (laughs) sex for him, but he really wants Corey to be on board. And I think Corey really wants to be on board so that he doesn't leave is the vibe I get. Oh, I hope not. And I hope I want to protect Corey with all my heart. I just want to. I yeah, want I want to wrap her in a blanket. Their yeah. story is all about that. You know, Wilder is very okay with uh, everything that's happening here. Um, Corey is wants to go at her pace. In the past, Wilder has gone at a faster pace with other people when she's not in the room. It's very a very big deal for her. Um, it's almost like not even worth talking about their third person because uh, she's basically like not a part of the story. Denise with a Y. Yeah. Well, and that see the story about the past experience, I think is very chilling because mm-hmm. Wilder and Corey decided they were going to, you know, hang out with another woman, see what happens. And they're having a good time. And then the minute Corey leaves the room, she comes back and they're making out and she's like, whoa, you just needed me to leave the room. Like, I don't understand. And I'm like, we didn't find out how long she was gone for. Run. No, girl, <laughs> Run. He said she used the bathroom and she washed her hands. I don't know. I thought it doesn't it's, take that long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I like that these two actually seem to be the most healthy communicators of all of the couples where I think that, you know, it's clear that Wilder has effed up the most in the past and that, but they have at least tried this. They have at mm-hmm. least had conversations clearly like, I do think that, you know, the fact that Wilder has like made mistakes um, and it's it's widely not wildly talked about um, is is a little concerning. But 
they are at least talking about it. And he does, you know, seem very attentive to Corey and her feelings. So do I think that it's 100% everything good and there's not going to be any uh, hiccups? Not necessarily. But some of these people don't even know how to have any sort of conflict. And the bar is extremely so that is what low. I will say about these two is that they at least seem to have some care and respect for each other and, and know how to talk to each other. Yeah. And I will say, in fairness to Wilder and Corey, they're the only people that don't get rid of their third. They're the only mm-hmm. people that don't yeah. they don't dump their third at the well, ceremony. And everybody is like, oh my God, you two are the model of uh throupling. Yeah, because they're also the the only couple that like didn't bang on the first <laughs> night and said like okay if the point of this was not just the show isn't just hey who wants to have a threesome and it's about actually be going couple yeah. to thruple they are you know they are taking it slow they yeah. are making sure everyone's comfortable they are you know checking in on boundaries and it seems like denise is happy like we at least get some yeah. confessionals from her she's thrilled the other thing about Corey and wilder is like everyone wants them it seems like a lot of the other singles are like yeah interested the, the I'm, I, is that the denise isn't going like oh my god they're horrible yeah yeah. But also I think that some of them just want like I'm pretty sure was it was it Becca that was like I want to I want to hook up with th- that couple. Mm-hmm. Cuz I I'm just saying look up for Becca. Well cuz Becca I, was Becca was there Denise. and she Denise saw them the being nice. She saw. Yeah. Denise is very pretty. She seems very lovely. Um and she seems happy so I'm like okay. That's good. I don't yeah. really know how she's feeling about things besides she, she says got she the feels least airtime out of anybody that was in a uh, like any mm-hmm. part of the throuple. Yeah, because she was just kind of being chill. <laughs> yeah. If they like it, I love it for them. But I'm just, yeah. I'm worried. I think maybe Corey might need to stand up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and I, so I'm just a little worried. Said, but she at least, she did what Ramon did not do, yes. which is what she before before there was even an, an option for um Wilder and and Denise to kiss she said Scott <laughs> like yeah so she is actually asserting ex- her batteries yeah. cuz they've at least explored polyamory in the past so she knew that it would be a problem for her whereas with um Ramon and Ashmal they've you know sexually had i guess threesomes and foursomes is what they say in this batch mm-hmm. but They've never tried to connect emotionally, so it's it's probably just never been a That's thing where they would know that this could be a problem. Okay. Yeah. So after the swapping ceremony, the stayer swap ceremony at the end of episode three, uh, we get the bombshell where that uh, that Jonathan got dumped. We get a super tease for next week where there are more couples coming in. That's one couple, it seems, at least one one new couple. That and they seem wild. Yeah, they do. What was yeah. What was it? Look at Wilder. That I I didn't yeah. catch it in the uh, that. Uh, I, yes, I yeah, believe, I, I'm I believe pretty it sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And um. It, it looks like they're they're there to shake things up. Yeah. So here's the thing: the way that the the episode um got cut off with the cliffhanger because. With the other couples, we see Sean and Brittany swap out and they they call over um, 
Darian and Peach is upset because mm-hmm. they gave attention to Peach and Peach thought she was going to be picked, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, Peach, Peach. So we Peach, saw what the Peach, other, <laughs> we saw what the other couple's choices were. We saw Mia get picked, obviously. We didn't actually see what Ashmal and Ramon are doing. Yeah. They They just said, we think we're going to change things up. And for a second, I was like, are they leaving? Because mm-hmm. in the oh. preview, there were a few shots where I didn't see them. And oh. so I was like, I was like, did they say we've realized that, you know, we we've grown a lot in the last couple of days from the conversations we've had. And we've realized that while this is something we're maybe open to in the future, that we're maybe not ready yet. And it's not fair to someone like Jonathan or anyone else for us to be doing it this way. And we're going to leave. Hey, now. Maybe they're Prime asking Frank. Jonathan to leave with them. Oh, that's that's an entirely other thing. But I did. I do think I saw a scene where they're like at some sort of party and they're all wearing like the like it's like Adam and Eve, you know, Greek yeah. green stuff around the head thing. And I think I saw them in one of those shots. So I, I think that debunked my theory that there was a chance that they actually just leave. And that's what they mean by like changing things up Mm -hmm. but i was like that would be a twist because like why wouldn't you show us is it really because who are they gonna pick the only other person they've talked about is junior so why wouldn't they just show us who they're picking if that's who they're if that's what they're doing i think it's i i do think it could be interesting um obviously there's no incentive for the singles to do this Mm -hmm. but if a couple is like we want to swap and they're like okay who is interested and no one steps forward? Like, <laughs> what happens then? And what then? Obviously, like, okay, like, I guess you're <laughs> someone will always step forward because the singles are gonna want time on the show and to like interact with other people more. But like, yeah, I wanna know would it happen? What would happen? Yeah. It could happen later once all the you know, the word of people being toxic gets around the you so know, the Junior, another person uh who could get picked. Uh Junior, uh it says here his Instagram handle is at the living Kendall. Okay. Okay. I mean, they were saying they were calling him a tree that they wanted to climb. So um I I mean Sure. What about Thor? <laughs> Thor. Thor. I don't think anyone wants Thor. I think he came on too strong. You came know what I mean? Strong. He just like came out there. Talked about his hammer. Like, yeah. He I was mean, in, I think he was I don't stuffing. think he talked about it. I'm going to say it right now. I yeah. think he was stuffing. I just don't. I I just don't trust this this no uh, archetype anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've when been, did you ever I've been wronged. I've been I've been I've been wronged by the the uh surfer dude with the long hair beachy guy uh too many times on reality TV. It's 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 not it's not a good thing. Okay. All right. I don't trust him. Chris is a Hufflepuff, <laughs> by the way. Uh, he had to yeah. tell us. To and tell if us. he had to tell us, that almost makes me think. Okay. Chris, where do you think we go from here on couple to I- couple? I mean, I, it's not going to be that many episodes, right? We think it's the three batches and then the finale. So I think it's, I think we're going to get more of the same, but I think that they're going to rotate in new couples and I think they're going to rotate in new singles. And I think that there will probably be some sort of mechanism where a couple can be removed from the island or singles can be removed from the island. Um, And we'll see how they do it. But I think that would be fun. 
Well, the other thing is like, okay, this isn't a game. There's no game mechanism. Like as far as I understand, like there hasn't been, there hasn't been any sort of thing like, and then, you know, uh, the couple that, you know, does ethical non-monogamy the best, like walks away with a hundred K at the end. Like, but that's like temptation Island where like, there's no prize, but they still, more likely with the singles than the couples they're like these people are not connecting with anyone send them home like get them out of here Mm -hmm. yeah i i think that there should be some some sort of mechanism like that because like how many times are we going to see these singles and i'm going to be like they haven't even shown us these people so Mm -hmm. i at at no point are they're getting they're not getting picked right but yeah um what happens if you know and again i'm talking about like hey maybe the singles can like be looking at each other because it's like these people are only interested in in dating couples that are already established. I don't think that's necessary. I highly, I doubt. highly doubt yeah. that the singles were given an honest picture of the show that they were going on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and because again, it's like what like a lot of people go on these shows for social media clout and it's like obviously no one is getting Ugh, social media what, clout for this from like this, it's from it's this not show. happening so i mean Brittany already must have already had that the 2.2 million followers and did she buy them we don't know mm-hmm. i don't know we don't know but i'm just saying like you know what could could they not make a new thruple what what if you know what if jonathan and becca and peach are like screw these people and maybe um, can you like to join existing couples can you imagine like jonathan and becca form a tight bond and they're like you know what hey actually production we're boyfriend and girlfriend now can we go to the resort and start mm-hmm. dating thirds together hey and you know what? They might end up being a healthier couple than most they would of the other certainly ones that are be there. the best at polyamory. Yeah, I yeah. think that the production does want the people to be crying and upset and jealous. I think that's a big yeah. part of the show. Oh, yeah. So you have two new mm-hmm. people get together, and then uh, okay, or three new people get together. You're not getting that uh, fighting and not talking to each other. I mean, if they take Peach, Sean and Brittany might be mad. Hmm. And I mean, we're going to see, like, I think that we have to be prepared for the fact that, you know, at some point, one of these couples is going to pick someone that has already previously been around some of these other couples. And it's like, oh, I'm looking at, it's like, I'm looking at them in a different way now. Like I miss them because I see them with this other couple. Yeah. Like we know it's that, that if, if that's part of, you know, the point and it's not like when you get swapped out that you leave the show entirely then that's what they're trying to like get us ready for is that like people are gonna go to a different couple uh at some point so well i think we did a very good job breaking down three hours of couple (laughs) to thruple yeah kirsten we handled this very maturely right i think so oh yeah yeah more maturely than anyone on the show Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm Yeah. yeah and i you know that's not something that we always do here on yeah. hit or quit is, thankfully is you know all three of us are so familiar with like podcast non-monogamy that i think that right. it just worked really well we've definitely we've, we've all, all dabbled with co-hosts. different co-hosts yeah. Yeah. yeah that's true yeah that's true I mean, it, we're like the sinews of yes. <laughs> literally yes <laughs> For sure. Okay. All right. I feel um, like we've all respect each other a lot here. 
it's been yes. good. It's been healthy. Cursor, are you con- <laughs> going to continue on with this next week? Are you going to keep watching? I'm, I'm probably going to keep watching. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. Yeah, Jenny's going to be there. I'm going to be there. We're watching it. I'm yeah. like, I'm very curious how this plays out. The real question is, Rob, will, will you be know. there? I don't, I don't yeah, but you watch it on 1.5 and it's not yeah. nearly three hours. Mm-hmm. Still like, still a lot. We'll see. Well, Let's on two X. It's uh, an me, hour and a half. Let me, let me get the recommendation on whether or not uh, week two can keep up with this. All right. Um, <laughs> Kirsten, in the meantime, what else are you working on these days? Uh, yes. So this week I guested on the 90 Day Fiance wrap up with Puya, which was really fun. And Sasha and I, as per usual, have mess magnets where we talk about pop culture, celeb gossip, trending topics. We talked about the Grammys a lot this week mm-hmm. uh, and it was a really fun episode. And uh, Tuka and Bird Pod is releasing the season three finally. So you could check that out as well. And you can follow me everywhere at Kirsten Said What. Okay. Great job here today. Thank you for helping us break down couple to thruple. Jenny, what's coming up for you? Uh, Nothing. Oh. (laughs) I really, I mean, you know, I'm, there's some things coming down the pipe. Some exciting stuff. Um, Yeah, I'm looking at the horizon, but I'm not giving it away too much too soon. Um, But, you know, Rob, one thing is for sure. You know, sometimes we're going to bring in a third. We're going to dabble here. But our podcast relationship is so strong that I know no matter what, no matter what new show is coming around, you and I will be here to hit or quit, you mm-hmm. know, and yeah. I, f- I feel good about that. So I I'm not I'm not worried about what's next. You know, I'm worried. I'm I'm very focused on very what's mature. happening right here, right now in this beautiful moment and this beautiful podcast that we did together. Um, Can you rename the podcast <laughs> Stay or Swap? <laughs> oh no <laughs> it's the same concept basically yeah. um yeah we we are the stay or swap of podcasting um yeah so you know you can follow me on social media at jenny autumn but uh keep keep your eyes out for for what's next with hit or quit and i i will in the very least be looking to see what uh what couple to thruple throws at us um also there's some show about quiz balls. <laughs> Sam Moore tweeted about it. I have no idea when this comes out, mm-hmm. but you best believe that I will at least make Rob podcast one okay. episode. Yeah, I don't with even me that. I, I don't even in the know future. what uh, what that is. Uh, that it's or, like the or, floor with balls. I don't yes. know. Okay. Oh, <laughs> right. Okay, I'm All listening. Right. Thank you so much for joining us here on Hit or Quit. Once again, check out everything else we have going on on robisawebsite.com and when you subscribe at robisawebsite.com slash subscribe. Thank you for joining us. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye.